This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider podcast. My name's Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. All right, in this episode, we will obviously preview the game with the New Orleans Saints that Chris feels good about. So I'm holding him to it. We will take your Twitter questions. But first, Chris, my question for you is think Joe Judge is pressing his guys a little too hard or what, buddy? Oh, he's got to stop. He's a tyrant. He's out of control. <laughs> he's got him hitting everything and practices. You got to see them. Uh, you got to stop. I mean, Jerry, come on. I mean, yeah. what are we talking about here? Yeah. So everybody, if, they don't, if you don't know what me and Jerry are talking about, um, Darius Slayton and Shep, as everybody knows, pulled hamstrings. Um, we don't know the severity of it yet, but from what I'm hearing, they're probably not, they're both not going to play Sunday, okay? And this morning on Good Morning uh, America, Football America, what the hell is called in the morning with Peter Schrager, who's a big Giant fan, by the way, uh, and Golden Tate. He had Golden Tate on, and they asked Golden about it, and Golden came out. Now, look, Golden Tate did not knock Joe Judge. Yeah. He did not numbers. knock the Giants. He was, was totally a- class. I, I thought he had some interesting things to say. It was, it, was, got- it was a nothing. When I listened to it, I was right. ready to hear something crazy. No, it is almost right, like, it was nothing. He said nothing. Not at all. I mean, he, they get into it. He thinks they should be doing more on offense with Jason Garrett. I like the whole world knows that, right, Jerry? <laughs> In my opinion, he made himself very popular with Giant fans saying that. Right. So uh, I think Golden was being classy of saying, kind of saying in a way that, you know, Garrett's not doing the job. I think that was the impression I got from Golden Tate. Anyway. Yeah. So Tate <clears throat> mentions about how he feels that maybe Judge does a little too much with the running and conditioning during the week. Mm. Of I should say during game week, okay? Practices leading up to the game. I'm not talking about training camp now. I'm talking about practices Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday leading up to a game on Sunday. Saturdays are always walkthrough, folks. They don't – they practice. It's just a walkthrough on Saturday, okay? So right away um, – the narrative out there was, well, that must be the reason why Shep and Darius Slayton pulled hamstrings against the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, it's ridiculous. So Judge was asked about it today, and he went into this 10-minute thing about how they test these guys and how long, how many steps they run, how many times they go to the bathroom, how many times this, how many times. This whole thing about, you know, and he said last week was actually less intense practices and Jerry, he came across as a guy that was defending himself against something he really shouldn't be defending himself about. Chris, if they're 3-0, is he giving that type of answer? Absolutely not, Jerry. Right. He's If they're 3-0, he says, yeah, it happens in games. They pull the right. hamstrings. Right. Oh, that, anything to do with the practice? Go to, no, guys, we practice like this every week. They just, so, unless, unless, Jerry, I'm mistaken, and I'm, you know, I make a lot of mistakes, brother. Unless I'm mistaken, or I'm mainlining heroin every 10 minutes of my life. Wow. Um, I think other guys around the league, receivers, running backs, skill plays, pull hamstrings, right? I've heard of that injury before. I mean, I guess it's a little new, but, you know, Chris, I, I thought I've heard of that for a long time. Yeah. So me, being the total and complete buffoon that I am, I look through injury reports of teams on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, see if any big names stick out, right, Jerry? I'm not yeah. besides the Saints, the team the Giants are playing that week. Uh, this week happens to be the Saints, obviously. Uh, I look at other big names around the league, right? And sure enough, I see the Tennessee Titans who are coming here to MetLife to play the Jets Sunday, and Julio Jones and AJ Brown are on the injury report for what? Hamstrings. <laughs> right, 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 right. The point being that. These guys pull hamstrings and to kind of like make it a narrative of, hey, I think Jones is just working these guys a little too much. You know, Golden Tate said this, and I think it's ridiculous, okay? I think it's absolutely ridiculous. These guys are in their 20s, right? Yeah. They're in a prime shape of their life. They're highly conditioned professional athletes. Yeah. Okay. They could probably, they should be able to run for about nine, 19 straight hours, you know, before they get tired. You know what I'm getting at, right? Yeah, so, right. Absolutely. <clears throat> are you kidding me? They don't even hit anymore in practices like they used to. Right. Okay. So, 
to to actually try to connect the two, what happened to Sh- uh, Slate and Shep, and you know to Joe Judge having maybe a little more conditioning than other coaches. If that's even, I don't even know. I don't know if that's even a fact. Is ridiculous. Okay, so let's not look at Joe Judge. We could look at Joe Judge for a few different things this year, Jerry. Right, and say, hey, Joe, this is. I, I wish you did this different. Whatever it might be, right? Right. And I like to bring up something too. He did clarify, and I did find this out today. We'll get into it in a second, but. Guys pull hamstrings, folks. Yeah. You know, it happens every week uh, in this league. So yeah. let's not get crazy, Jerry. Yeah, know you know, you, you bring up an interesting point about how practices used to be in the uh, the 1990 America's game. Uh, right. You know, Banks talks about Hostetler being live in practice and LT drilling him and Parcells walking away covering his face because he was laughing so hard. Right. You know, they don't do that anymore. So, you know, th- this whole thing about Judge being too hard, guys, okay. You want to criticize Judge for timeouts, time management, play calling, whatever. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. But this one's a bit of a stretch. So but yeah, maybe it's Jerry, a good segue yeah. into what you were going to say, bud. Yeah, look. Um, so a little critical of Judge. I thought he was a little too conservative last yeah. week, and he's been a little too conservative this season. So I found out today um, that the one field goal that he, I thought maybe he should have attempted the fourth and three and or even go for it, but he decided to punt. Yeah. And I found out, which I didn't realize because he, being at the stadium, I didn't realize there was really crosswinds. I didn't really see it on the flags and the pole. But anyway, Judge cleared it up and he said, probably would have kicked the field goal, but it was such a crosswind that he didn't want to take the chance with Gano. See, it's funny. A, a Twitter, somebody on Twitter asked us that. And I guess from where I'm sitting, and look, I know the, the, the wind in the stands is different than the wind on the field. Right. I felt it going from my right to left. Right. So I thought, Was it strong, Jerry? It was like a breeze. I yeah, thought to myself, okay. well, this feels like, right. you know, the wind is slightly at his back. Go for the field goal. So, look, I don't know what, what it was on the field. I know that they used to talk about how the wind at the top of stadium is completely different from the wind at the bottom. John Madden and Pat Summer used to comment on that all the time. Yeah, so, yeah. he could be right. So Yeah, so that's Fine. what Joe said. It was just too strong of a crosswind to take the chance. He wanted to put a line on a good, you know, if he missed in a good field position, so he decided to punt. Okay, so, uh, look, I guess we got to go with that. I didn't realize it was wind, that windy down there. You're saying you, you really didn't feel much. But obviously, like you said, maybe in the bottom, Jerry, there was. I don't know. Maybe. But, I mean, every time the ref spoke, I didn't hear no wind in the background, nothing like that. But I know. Anyway, I guess we'll take Judge's word for it. Um, I'm hoping he's not, you know, kind of double speaking, not to, you know, bail himself a little bit because he's been taking some criticism for it. Well, who, but, and who's going to go back and prove it, right? Right. So, that, <laughs> I like, mean, so that's the way we're going to have to live, right? So, that's, that is what that's it is. that was one thing. Another timeout he took, um, the communication set went down. Hmm. So they won't short a defensive signal. So he had, oh, to take okay. a time, he had to take a time out there. Right. Uh, and the other one was not really an excuse. It was uh, That was something they didn't, they didn't like the way the defense set up or something like that. They didn't get a play in quick enough, something like that. So one of them was actually was like a stupid timeout. And another one he had to take, according to Judge, and then the wind thing that I just talked about. But me personally, Jerry, I still think he's being a little too conservative. Okay? So do I. Uh, because Atlanta, you know, really wasn't moving the ball at the time. I think it was on there, 37. The Giants had the ball on there, plus 37. And uh, it was fourth and three, and they decided to punt. So to me, even if you don't make it, uh, you know what, but try to give a little punch in your arm, right, Jerry? Try to get a yeah, little, absolutely. Bolt, little right. bolt of energy, you know? So yeah. anyway, that's that's the reason he explained it. I don't necessarily agree with it still. Forget about Gano, Jerry. I think I just would have put the ball in Daniel's hand or whatever, or went for it, you know? I was disappointed they didn't. Try so. to spark the team a little bit, right, yeah. Jerry? Yeah. If you don't, Absolutely. okay, you know what? Our defense is playing well here. This is before, right. obviously, right. before the fourth quarter, they collapsed again. You know, right. the defense playing well, and, you know, we'll leave it in their hands, you know? That's right. the way I feel about it, Jerry. And, uh, I think Yeah, I was fans, in the stadium, and I thought, man, why are we punting? Come on, this team stinks. Go for it. They're not moving right. it. They're not doing anything. Let's right. do it. Exactly. Exactly. Give them more. Exactly. So, so. That's it. Yeah, so that's the judge thing, Jerry. Just want to clear it up. You know, I I think it's a little ridiculous. You know, yeah, about this hamstring thing. You know, and um, I just wish Joe would have handled a little. Bit. I, you know, I wish he was just like guys. We practice like we this later. We get, it happens in games. It yeah. happens. Yeah. Guys pull the hamstrings. You know, it's yeah. not because they were running an extra fifteen minutes. You know, <laughs> right. I, I think that's ridiculous. Uh, right. You know, I'm sorry. Uh, these guys are in the press shape of their career, but they're so. These guys are so wound tight. They're like rubber bands, bro. It just seems like all oh, you hear, yeah. all yeah. you hear around the league is soft tissue injuries. Yeah. Right. You know? Yep. So it is what it is. 
You know, there was another interview and Kenny Galladay said something interesting. And I, I give him credit for, for kind of restraining himself. Somebody asked him about, you know, your specialties down the field and you haven't gotten many. Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And to his credit, you know, for somebody who was fiery on the sidelines, and rightly <laughs> so, I had no issue with that at all. It's competitive. You know, he, he just said, uh, you know, I, I don't really know. You can't ask me that. And I, I think he did a good job of saying... Yeah, I wish they would. I'm ready. They gave me $72 million. I'm ready to run down the field and make plays. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think uh, Kenny was kind of saying, like, I don't know. Ask yeah. Garrett. Right. <laughs> you know? right. Right. So. right, exactly. <clears throat> and one other thing I want to bring up, I think I brought it up the last podcast, so I put it on Twitter. I don't remember now, but we talked about why do we sign Kyle Rudolph, Jerry? <sighs> for, the, for the red zone. For the red zone, at least. I mean, he's a 50-50 guy in the red zone. What I mean by that is that you throw it up and there's a good chance Kyle could come down with it, right? Yes. I think he's been targeted one time in nine red zone possessions. And that was the game against Denver. Remember, Jerry? Uh, And it was Jones gave no chance, if you remember right. Okay. Now, they brought Rudolph over basically – for inline blocking, you know, and you know, don't, don't get me wrong, you can do some seam things still, but they wanted to improve the red area, right? right? Right. And once again, you look at it now. We talked about this this morning. Uh, you know, Banks brought it up this morning. You know, doing a little thing with Pop and Banks that I'm sure everybody's seen it. Yep. The Believe in Giants podcast, and Banks brought it up this morning. You know, Banks was like, "Why do we sign Kyle Rudolph again?" <laughs> you know. I know. I know. And that's what it was for. Like, you. This is what I mean. Now. Another maddening thing, you look at Garrett. Last week, Jerry, zone read very effective. I think Daniel ran it three or four times. He had 95 total rushing yards. Not all off the zone read, but he had 95 rush, but he did have a large chunk of it off zone reads, right, Jerry? Yeah. And then against Atlanta, I think he ran one. I said it the other night. Where'd it go? Why did it? Why does he do it every other game? Why do you have to remind him? Or Because so, it just seems like when we yeah. bitch about it, he does it again, Garrett. Yeah. And then we don't say anything about it, and then it goes away. I don't know, dude. That makes no sense to me. It's a strength yeah. of Jones. And what did we say? Jones seems like the kid who needs to run to kind of get into it. Now, he played well against Atlanta. But when he's running, mm-hmm. Eagle game last year, you know, the Tampa Bay game, his first start, mm-hmm. read the uh, Washington game this year. Yep. When he's running, looks good to me. Looks yeah. like he's into it. Does so. so much for the offense, too, right? They have to yeah, I mean, aside from the fact that he runs 50 yards every time yeah. he freaking does it at least once a game. Yeah. I mean, you know, you. I just don't see how you don't make that part of your game plan every week. No, right? No. Every week. It should be three or four zone reads. If he decides to hand it off and not tuck it in, fine. But it's there, you know? It shouldn't have to be us talking about it, the fans talk, everybody asking where it is. It should be second nature in this offense now. Right. So that, Jerry, and... Mm. Uh, talking about today, talking about it with you, talking about this morning. So Judge talks about so much about playing. Forget about what a player can't do, right? Let's 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 get him what he could do. Play to their strengths, yes. Play to his strengths, right, Jerry? Yep. And yep. Daniel Jones, one of his strengths is that vertical game, no question about it. And you just have to take more chances. You know, you have to take more. And I'm watching the Saints game, right, Jerry? Yeah. I'm watching the Saints-New England game <clears throat> from last Sunday, and you see Sean Payton. Like, we all know James could wing it down the field, right? Yeah. And he took about three or four shots. Yep. He maxed protect a few times. Play action maxed, right? And boom, Winston took some shots. What you're yep. going to see against the Giants, I guarantee you, as your name is Jerry Foley, they're going to do some verticals with Deontay Harris. They're going to do them with Callaway. Um, that's his, you know, that's what Sean Payton likes to do. And he's playing the Winston. He couldn't really do that with Drew Brees the last few years. Dude, Brees lost the arm strength. The vertical game really wasn't there the last few years. Right. But now he brings, you know, obviously Jameis is here now. And Jameis has still got a wing. You know, he can still wing it, brother. Yeah, right. You know? And I'm watching him against the wing, and, and I'm saying, okay, well, this is Daniel's strength. So keep a tight end back. Do a little protect. Do some play out. And why are we not seeing this three or four times a game? Right. Makes no sense. And that falls on Jason Garrett. Yeah. Jerry. Yeah. You know, so this is what I mean. I mean, this is what drives people crazy about Garrett. And I'm watching some of their, the Giants are talking about now. I'm watching some of their routes. <laughs> Last week, Jerry, 
and, and it's the three curls and one vertical. <laughs> two com- the two comeback, uh, three, uh, a 13, excuse me, 11 personnel, two curls, one vertical. <sighs> you know, and, and I, I've seen it a lot, dude. And it's just the creativity is just not there. You know, and it kills yeah, And that's why I asked you that question last week. Like, am I watching this correctly? Because you're at the game and yeah. you see it. Yeah. And, like, it just looks like we're all running out and doing curls and just turning around. And I, yeah. I don't want to oversimplify it, but, you yeah. know, look, man, great job on, on Big Tuesdays. That was a nice surprise yesterday, um, you know, with some yeah. of the film work you did. But and that's why I asked you that question, because it, it just seems a little too simple. And, and this is the frustra- another frustration with yeah. Garrett. And, guys, we don't want to come on here and bitch about Garrett all the time. We have other problems. Defense is not held up their end of the bargain. Yeah. <clears throat> but I don't question Patrick Graham the way I do, and I don't think Chris does either, the way we question Garrett. <clears throat> There's been a lot of letters to the insider this week complaining about Graham. Why is he playing so much zone? And Chris has pointed out James Bad- Bradbury is not playing the way he did last year. Adoree Jackson's not playing well. When you're not playing good man, when you don't have a lockdown corner, you have to play zone. And what happens with zone? Like he said, the safeties are not closing the windows. Jabril Peppers is having a bad year. Logan Ryan is off to a slow start. So I'm real quick, I'm just saying the, the defensive scheme is not the problem, I don't think, as it is on offense. Yeah. And you know what, Jerry? And Graham played a lot of man last week, too. I'm watching the tape. He played man. Um right. and they and he got beat sometimes. Yeah. Not all the time. They were playing, right. they played a good defensive game right up to the point where they didn't. But right. <laughs> but um <laughs> that last drive. I'm sorry, Jerry. The, when it was 14-7, I I yeah. You know, that play I pointed out when Peppers took the wrong angle. Yep. He thought he was going to jump at Pep, and then he saw, no, I ain't jumping this, and he took the wrong angle. That was man coverage. I was off man, but it was man coverage. You know, yeah. it, Graham did man, but you have to remember, too, something, right? He goes into zone a lot, too, because the guys up front are not getting to the quarterback. That's another thing. There's no pass you know? rush. What's he supposed to do? So Graham's trying everything, dude. Right. It's not like Graham's – look, you watch a, uh, a Lovey Smith game when he's a coordinator like he was the other night. And he's just basically covered to the whole yeah. game, right? Yeah, yeah. It's comical in today's right. football. But Graham does different things. Now, yeah. Carl Banks brought up a great point today. Um, sometimes it's not bad. And we're talking about the last two minutes of a half or the end of a game, Jerry. And Banks, yeah. Max, I didn't even think about this, but Banks brought up that. That's why he called Banks. He's called Banks. It's not bad to play prevent defense. Yeah. Don't let yeah. that word scare you it's He's, and, he actually said that in the post game sunday too did he yeah okay so carl yep. said today with us you know i'm doing the pod and he yep. said you know that word pre- prevent scares coordinators now because right. everybody he goes but you know what and, and i kind of chimed in there i said yo call it because it keeps everything in front of you at least and carl goes exactly there's right. nothing wrong with keeping everything in front of you in key situations let right. them get chunks let them earn the chunks. Let them earn their way down the field, right. as opposed to going to man. And I pointed out, you saw it the other day, third and long. I'm sorry, Jerry, it was second and long. Yeah. Zacchaeus does a little out. Pep takes the wrong angle. Zacchaeus picks up another six yards. Yeah. Now you're looking at third and two, Jerry, instead of third and eight. It's a whole different ball game, brother. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. It's a whole. It's the little things, Jerry. This te- the little things that continue to haunt this squad. And that's why this is what 0-3 teams do, Jerry. Yeah, and this isn't James mm. Betcher, guys, where the adjustments were maybe made at halftime and then it changed. This is a guy who, between series, will will go from man to zone and back to see what, what can work. So I, that's why I'm just I'm so apprehensive before I look at, at Patrick Graham and blame him for all, any of this because there's no pass rush. Man's not working. Zone's not working. I, I don't know what Patrick Graham is supposed to do at this point. Yeah, yeah. He, look, he's trying different things. You know, Bradbury's not having a year he had last year. Right? No. Adoree hasn't been bad, right. but Bradbury, you know, and then you got Peppers getting lit up. Every time he's isolated on somebody, they're finding him. Yeah. You know, um, so it's, you know, it's 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 been a difficult year for a few guys out of the gate anyway, you know. And then, you know, the one little issue I did have with Graham mm. last week, Jerry, I watched the Atlanta-Tampa Bay game the week before, mm-hmm. and they were inside the five, and he ran a play, and I put it on Twitter last night. They did it to the Giants, the same damn play. Yeah, It's a little rub. Yeah, right. It's set up to be like a screen rub slash. It, the idea is to cause some traffic, get the receiver to do an in, and hopefully they don't switch, okay? Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, 
I put it on Twitter. Yeah. I put it. The Atlanta Tampa Bay game. I said, "Oh, look at the, look at this design." It was Calvin Ridley doing the. Uh, it was Zacchaeus doing the rub. Ridley did the slant. The end touchdown. They switched it up against the Giants. It was the other yeah. way around. Yeah. And I was like, "You got to switch. You got to switch, switch, switch." I put it on Twitter. Switch, switch, switch. Right, Jerry? Yeah. You yep. can't just go man. And, and then I saw Carl jump in too. Like Carl jumped and goes, well, this is the way you got to play that. You got to switch one, switch. And then Carl did his whole technical terms, you know, yeah. as Carl does. And, yeah. But so I looked at that, Jerry, and I said, well, they're looking at film, obviously, of Atlanta's first two games. And they had to see this. And when they came out in that formation of Zacchaeus and Calvin, really. Right. Why are we not looking? Okay. Why were you not prepared for that, Jerry? Right. I was a little... Right. Oh, should I say alarm? You know what, Jay? Let's not leave alarm. Alarm makes it look like I lost faith in him. I was a little pissed at that, dude. I got to be honest with you. I was like, why are we not switching here? You but know? do you put that on the players or Graham? <clears throat> Jerry, I'm going to put it on Graham because they won't prepare for it. Okay. Fair now, I'm not in the locker room. I'm not mm-hmm. on the sideline. For all I know, I'm not, doing, I'm not watching them practice during the week. Right. Why I'm not invited, I don't know. But I'm not watching them <laughs> during the week. Okay, so yeah. they could have worked it that three times, and Graham, and they did it in practice, and then the game, and they, and they froze. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm not going to crucify Graham. I'm not going to say, oh, that's Graham. Uh, but I was a little pissed that that play wasn't executed right. But that's the story, right? This is what 0-3 teams do, dude. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> All right, so let's get to the Saints. Mm. You feel strangely good about this game. <laughs> <clears throat> I feel like I- the whole world is collapsing onto my spinal cord. Um, I sit here with all this giant stuff around me. It's like a museum now. It's it's, it's just depressing at this point. It used to be like Party Central. Now it's there's cobwebs in the corners. Why do you feel <coughs> about this game, Chris? And uh, are you smoking crack? Well, no, I'm not smoking crack yet. But um, <laughs> um, it's not that I feel good, Joe. I just I feel better than what people think. I just think this game is going to be a tough one. I think the Giants are going to get out of here with a win. I think this is a very good shift. They turn it around on everybody, what everybody's thinking and everybody's feeling about this team. And uh, I think this week, instead of getting burned by the last second field goal, I think they're going to get out of there with a last second field goal. And you say, oh, why? Well, I look at the Saints and I look at Jameis Winston, right? Mm. First of all, if this isn't Drew Brees anymore in the dome, like, you know, your boy in the dome, like back in the day, right? <laughs> all right, this isn't Drew Brees led offense. Jameis is still going to give you opportunities for turnovers. I was watching him against the Patriots, and don't get me wrong. Peyton's doing a hell of a job with him. Mm. Don't get me wrong. Uh, He's doing his thing with Kamara. Nice outlet. uh, Alvin actually runs routes out of the backfield. Actually, he's utilized the right way. Okay? Um, But there's no Michael Thomas's there, Jerry. There's no Mm. more Emmanuel Sanders. There's no more the big tight end. There's no Jimmy Graves, whatever. You know what, Jerry? There's just basically Alvin Kamara. And that's it. Now you got Deontay Harris, and they're going to shoot some verticals with him. He's not bad. And Marcus Calloway, Calloway. But Jerry, there's not many weapons on the squad. And I think Winston, you know, at times I saw him against the wing, and he tried to force a few balls in the wing, and then didn't get, didn't come down with him. Yeah. Could have. Yeah. He draws one touchdown in the end zone where he's getting sacked. He's going down to the ground, and James just does the old, all right, try to get this. Wings, you know, could have been, yeah. could have went the other way, but Calloway's a tall dude. He came down with it. So I think the Giants are going to convert on some opportunities this week. This is my feeling, right? I also thought they were going to do a couple of interceptions last week and stuff, but it didn't work out. But anyway. Well, they should have. Well, they they should have, right? There, it was there. It I should have been right. I should have been right. It was, it was there. there. It was there. So Dennis Allen, the defensive coordinator, is very aggressive. He's going to come after Jones. Mm. Um, and I think the Giants are going to get I, – I, I think the Giants' defense – We'll hold them to 17, 20 points. I think we'll do enough to get out of there with a win this week. Even though it's going to be a crazy crowd, right, Jerry? The first time they're always, back in a couple of always, years. Always, always. They are a 2-1 squad. Yeah. But, you know, just because, you know, when you see a score like New Orleans 28, New England 13, it pops up at a ticker, right, Jerry? On the bottom of the screen, you're watching the 4 o'clock games, and here comes the score to 1 o'clock game. Oh, my God. You know the Saints – Man, they threw, they whipped up on the Patriots up and oh my god, this team yeah, is no, wasn't not, the case. I don't look at it like that. Right. It's a nice win for New Orleans. They had a gift wrapped 
pick six by, by your boy, <laughs> by your old boy, Malcolm Jenkins, right? Yeah. Right? It, yeah. it went off the receiver's hands. It came up. Me and you, Jerry, could have picked that one off and ran it in, okay? Uh, so was, uh, uh, I was going to say be a wise ass. Again. Everyone but Adore Jackson would have caught that. I'm oh, sorry. you're being a wise I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. No. I'm sorry. Go don't, ahead. Don't do it. Don't I'm do sorry. it. I'm <laughs> sorry. Turn to negative town. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Don't do it, Jerry. Don't do yeah. that. Better than I'm better than this. Anyway. You're better than that, Jerry. Come on. <laughs> so, listen. You know, so it was a gift wrap pick six. You know, yeah. the whole deal. Um, Mac Jones struggled a bit. Because, you know, they got some playmakers. Marshawn Lattimore is playing excellent on one corner. Yeah. Uh, he's playing good for, and Malcolm Jenkins is yeah. doing his thing. He's up at the box. He's in the back. You know, he, he's all over the place like they, like he always is. And they got some guys up front that could get to the quarterback. And then yeah, it sounds fresh scares the shit out of me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, they, listen. You know, Cam, uh, uh, Cameron Jordan could still play. Mm. You know, the, 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 I thought it was a good, the good free agent signing Hawaii was like in Kansas City. Uh, the top of Hawaii. He's got a couple of sacks already. He's number ninety. You'll see him Sunday. Trust me. They got one of the better inside backers in Demario Davis. I mean, I uh, love that back. guy. Yeah, I love him. Yep, and uh, you know, and they got Marcus Williams. You know, and they're pretty strong down the middle. It's a, you know, it's an active defense, Jerry. Yeah, active yeah. D, uh, and they're going to be very aggressive. They're an aggressive squad, both sides of the bill. And on offensive, you're going to see Tyson Hill. He's going to come in. He's going to do his thing. Yeah, he's going to run out of that quarterback. You know, he's going to take those shotguns. Mm-hmm. He's going to, and he's going to run. You know, he's going to um, run. I'm yeah. worried about that, and I hear what you're saying that they only have Alvin Kamara, but he, he's the kind of back that, like, what do we do? Oh, with he could him? blow you up, yeah, yeah. Right, like who who's on him? I'm seriously asking that. Like, is it going to be Peppers? Who, you know, our linebackers are too slow to stay with him. Any linebackers, most linebackers, are too slow to stay with him. But is it going to be Peppers? What what what, what does yeah. Graham dial up to stop him? Yeah, well, you're going to have to cover him coming out of the backfield. It's going to be Tate Crowder, maybe. You know, yeah. obviously, yeah. right? Would you rather? Do you throw one of your nickel guys? Right, Julian Love. Here's is, the, it, is it my boy love? You know what I mean? Is is it X coming up in a slot pick? You know, Graham's yeah. going to have to be creative. Graham's going to have to mix it up. Yeah. And he mixed it up with X. I tell you what, Graham last week, he mixed it up with the coverage on Kyle Pitts. He had different guys yes, on. Yes, he did. Yeah. And, and somehow or another, you know, <laughs> that last drive, mm. they found him with Peppers was on him, and he made Peppers look bad. Yeah, uh, a little seven route he did. You know, I mean, he, made, he just made him look bad. Yeah. And that was a big play. So they, they took a bit. Ryan sort of missed Ryan saw it, and they got him. You know, it's yeah. a smart play by the veteran Ryan. And so Graham's got to do different things with Camaro, Jerry. Now, to me, you got to pull a bell check, Jerry, where you cannot let this guy beat you. Hmm. Doesn't mean he's not going to do it, but he's the one guy you say, oh, who am I taking right. out of this game? Camaro's really the only guy I could destroy. Not saying other guys can't hurt you a little bit, but Camaro's the guy you look at and go, I cannot let this guy beat me, you know? Yeah. He's an excellent back, Jerry. He... He's, you know, he runs the gap runs. He runs the wide zones. He does it all. Dude, he's got great hands, as you know. Yeah. He did yeah. a little angle route there against the Patriots. The other day. Out of the backfield in the red area. Yes, so Made the line, I think it was Van Noy. Made him look like a buffoon. Did I a saw little... it, and I just thought, what the hell is he going to do next week? Right. First thing I thought. On the, at the, they showed it on the, on the screen. <laughs> so, yeah, so you saw that little angle about he did. And he, you know, it was very easy. Walked in and, and the whole deal. Yeah. So that's going to be the focus for Patrick Graham. You know, obviously, Mr. Camaro is, is an excellent football player. And he could do he could do some damage. So, so offensively, mm. you know, you're saying keep Rudolph in and then take some shots down the field and 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 and, and play to oh, play to Daniel Jones. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I just think Jerry, you have to take you have to go vertical more. Yeah, you have to go vertical more. You could you could go vertical with Galladay. Um. You know, go for you know. Look, Tony's going to be more involved again this week. You know, there's going to be no Shep. Yeah, there's going to be no Slayton. Yeah. So, so how, who do you see as the receivers this week, Chris? It's going to be CJ Board. Mm. Uh, um, unless Ross, Ross right? can make Ross. his way back. Unless Ross, yeah. he's got three weeks to come back. I don't know if he's going to make his way back this week. We'll see during the week. Okay. Yeah. So Ross, if he wait, I mean Ross has got three weeks, so we'll see if he makes his way back. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to be back this Sunday, but um, so you're looking at CJ Board again. Who yeah. did a vertical? Who ran a vertical last week, right? Yeah. Um, and obviously Galladay, Tony, and Kadarius Tony. So, and they got to work Tony in more. And you think there's a? It sounds like there's a concerted effort to do that, dude. I think there's going to be Jerry. I think there really is. Uh, you know what? Judge answered about. You know, Judge talked about Tony. Says, yeah, we got to get this guy to blah blah. When he answered, uh, when he said that, Judge, 
He's like, yeah, we got to find ways to get him the ball more. We got to get him more involved. Yeah. I looked at it and I said, oh, that's the first time I, to me, you look like Judge was a little frustrated. Yeah. Right, Jerry? Like yeah. a little yeah. bit like, yo, Jason, sit down here next to me and tell me how you're going to get Aunt Kadarius the ball more. Yeah. Well, we're going to do No, 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 no. I don't want to hear your bullshit answers. I want to hear <laughs> how you're getting number 89 to ball more. And you're not leaving my office until you come up with some design on how we're going to get this kid to Baltimore. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So you got to get this kid. Jerry, you saw how electric he was. You were there. Yeah. Dude. You were in the stadium. Right. Yeah. You saw how electric he is with his it's feet. Exciting. He's a number one pick. I don't want to hear this bullshit anymore about catching up to speed crap. He's up to speed. Now you got to scheme and right. get him to Baltimore. Right. If that, if, you know what? Throw him a smoke screen, too. They haven't done that. You know, throw him a little smoke screen once right. or twice. Get him down that slot. Get him on those little outs. Get the ball. If you want to do a little jet with him, all right, fine. Yeah. But get, Jerry, get the ball in his hands. Right. Exactly. Get the ball in his hands. Yep. I don't give a crap if Jones has got a split right and and Kadarius takes a wildcat. You know what I mean? Right. Be creative a little bit, brother. Right. 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 You know, set him down yeah. that set him down that scene, clear out that tight end, let the let the tight end do a little out, a little flat, and let clear out, you know, let him try to draw that safety and try to get Kadarius down that scene. Spread the defense, man. Make him keep him honest. Do something with this kid. He was your first round pick. We keep saying it. You know, you you you, you pick somebody at 20 that the rest of the league kind of laughed at and, and then said this is a second or third rounder. Well, you made that you made that move. Now give him the ball. I know we started off slowly with the Shoes and the COVID and everything yeah, else. Come on, but he's, he's up playing to speed now, Jerry. He's come up on. to speed, Jerry. Come, come on. on, I don't want to hear that stupid crap anymore. Right. He's exactly. up to speed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now it's just a matter that I get him the ball. Yep. And there's no excuse. And I was slate and Shep out, Jerry. There's really no excuses that I get him the ball. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, come on. Yeah, this is ridiculous. All right, guys. Uh, we'll be right back. First, a word from our sponsor, Manscaped.com. Hang on, guys. Attention, Giant Insider podcast listeners. And buffoons all the way from Australia to the swamps of Jersey. Guys, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have the solution for you with their fourth generation and brand new lawnmower 4.0. Kick those pubes to Philly, Washington, or Dallas. Just get them the hell out of East Rutherford with the Performance Package 4.0. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for giant Sundays by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20, F-A-N-S-I-D-E-D-2-0. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which I even use on my bald head, Weed Whacker, Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your gear. This fourth-generation trimmer also features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on-off switch, can engage a travel lock, and it is even waterproof. The Lawnmower 4.0 also has a 4,000K LED spotlight that you can turn on and off when needed for a more precise shave throughout your Cover 2 defense. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Are you kidding me? This nose and, and ear and hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those oh-so-delicate places. Don't forget to use the Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, and their Crop Reviver to help your special teams be on their A-game. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean cover three, your balls will thank you. And we're back. All right, dude. Uh, anything else with the game that you want to touch on before we get to questions? Uh, I got to throw a little Notre Dame thing in there. If sure. you don't mind. I never mind. <laughs> well, watch for Tony Jones Jr. I see Sean Payton. He's a backup running back to Camaro. I see Sean Payton starting to work him in the offense a little bit. 
Yeah. I like him, Notre Dame. Um, you're going to see him getting some touches. Watch for him a little bit Sunday, too. I had to get my Notre Dame guy there. You don't mind, Fazer. Even if it's just so, talking about Julian Love every week, I'm fine with that. <laughs> so, yeah, I see Tony Jones is working his way in there. I always love Tony and Notre Dame. And Peyton, who's a very good offensive mind. Let's face it, right? We all know that. Sean's well, a good It's funny, you mentioned mind. strong arm, and I thought right away, Kerry Collins, he, he did well with uh, – Kerry Collins played really well Daddy, under Daddy Sean did. Payton, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, look, 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 Winston's doing some good things on them, no doubt about it. But Winston is still Winston. I'm watching him. He's still going to try to force some balls. And yeah. he t- he's still going to take a coverage sack. We should, he should have got rid of it. He took a sack last week. Yeah. I think Matthew Judon got him a big-time coverage sack instead of getting rid of it. Yeah. All of a sudden, after five seconds, decided, oh, let me try to get out of here. And it was all over, you know? Yeah. So right. Still doing Winston things is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's fair. All right, dude. Um, we got 95 responses, most yet. Misery. Loves company. So there were there were too many. I went through them already, so I highlighted some. Too many about Gettleman, who's his replacement, guys. Not yet. Not yet. Sorry. But there is one. There's another theme I'll touch on because you wrote an article about it this week, Chris. You wrote an article about <laughs> Evan Ingram and yeah. trading him. Yeah. And, you know, you said, look, in all honesty, he's a good kid. He works hard, but it's just over, right? Yeah. I guess, you know, people. a lot of people are asking – you know, at this point, Chris, what could you expect back and what would you accept back for Evan Ingram if you did if you were the GM and yeah. they finally wised up and made Chris Bizignano the GM at nineteen twenty five. Yeah, whatever. Giant strike. Giant yeah. strike. <laughs> <laughs> would uh what would you do? Well, uh, look, Jay, I'm not gonna go with too much of the article, people, you know, beginning yeah. it soon, right. but I did write an article like you just said, like you just led me in, led into it. I just feel it's time. Um the booing last week, the cheering when he came off, the hatred. He's a punching bag. I get it. I'm not saying fans are wrong. Mm. I just think it's time to end this marriage. Yeah. Um, you know, let the kid go. You know, try to move him. Yeah. Before the deadline. What are you going to get for him? Out of Jerry, sixth, seventh, you know? I would take it. Um, <laughs> and I and would let, take it. Let's end this uh, yeah. because it's going to get worse and worse, Jerry. You yeah. know? Uh, I mean, unless he just turns around, you know, I, I, I was predicting big things for Evan and he maybe looked like a jackass. So game one, second quarter, yeah. he fumbles. I mean, it just never ends, you know. So uh, to me, Jerry, you try to move him. If he goes somewhere else, God bless him. If he flourishes, Jerry, God bless him. But this one, you can't blame on the Giants. I agree. You know, the Giants tried. It's five years. Judge yeah. tried. Shermer tried. Yeah. He just cannot. You know, what he does during the week in practice, he just cannot bring it onto the field on Sundays. Just too many mistakes. And to me, now with the fans so much, you know, with the booing, and it's only going to get worse, you know, yeah, that in a couple of weeks when they come home against the Rams. Yeah. Uh, and I just think it's time to, you know, to end this marriage. Jerry. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to know what you would accept back, and I'm with you, because you're just going to end it this year anyway. I would take a seventh-round pick for him at this point. So. Oh, I, I I agree with you, Jerry. Yeah, yeah I agree with you. You know, yeah. if you could get a seventh round, you take it. You know, yeah. and just let's just go. You know, it's one of those love. You know, thing, you know, you love. You go out with somebody, maybe you love them, but you just can't be with them. You know what yeah. I mean, Jerry? Yep. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, I think that's what the point we're at right now, and I wouldn't mind seeing that. Let let England get a fresh start somewhere else. Let the Giants move on. Yeah, and all that. And if he comes out this week and gets 140 yards and two touchdowns, I mean, all all the better. But at this point, Chris, yep. I don't see it happening, and I, I'm with you. All right. All right. First up is it used to be the Emmy Award nominated. Now it's Emmy Award winning Jim Vassell. So whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Vassell won an, enemy, an Emmy yes. Award? Yes. He won an Emmy Award. It's on Twitter for those of you. He's verified. Somehow we can't get verified, but Jim Vassell's verified. He's got the blue check next to him. Well, you got to win an Emmy. I guess. I mean, I think he was verified before the Emmy. Well, you, yes, okay, let me let me rephrase that. You got to you got to be Emmy nominated to get <laughs> right. blue checks. That's right. You know? But yeah, check out his well, Twitter. Congratulations, account. Jim. Yeah. Uh, I did not know that. Uh, yeah. Congratulations, my man, on winning the Emmy. Uh, so you're doing an excellent job out there. His uh, his cousin Dan is a giant golfer. Well, Dan, I know. Active. Yeah. yeah. And I, uh, I was, I called Jim uh, Bruce Almighty because he seems like he's all over the place with 69 News in Philly or wherever, Allentown, whatever the town it is. Some, yeah. which has to drive him crazy because they, they, it's like Philly. It's like they cover the Eagles. <laughs> so. Right, right, right. He's not far <laughs> for me though, uh, Jim, because his coverage-wise, because I see a lot of stuff 
Not yeah. far from my area. Yep, yep. So his question is, did you see Jim Trotter's thoughts on the Rams and how they've been able to win through the unconventional method of trading first-round picks for proven players and not afraid to trade away players they've invested in? Cooks, Gurley, Goff. Ex- in- extremely interesting stuff, Chris. That's what, that's what Jim, the Emmy Award-winning Jim Vassell, brings to the table tonight. Right. Is it a question or are we just making it on? He's just making a statement. I just want yeah. to. Oh, look, the Rams are in a win mode now. Uh, they, you know, they, they, the Rams are win, they're in that window yeah. of going for it, you know, that yeah. three, four year window. They went to one Super Bowl, been to the playoffs. They got Matthew Stafford, you know, and they feel, you know, in the next few years, they could, they could win a Super Bowl or two, and that's what they're going for. And they have no problem trading away their number one to get an established player, right? They've proven yeah. that. So, yeah. Giants are not in that position. There's no win mode. No, <laughs> no, no. no. right now for them, you know, so. No, no they're not. Matter of fact, the way the, the way the Bears are going, Jerry, they're going to have two Bears are going. They're going to have two top seven picks in next year's draft. Gettleman better never be nowhere near them. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sorry. Lisa, You're answering questions right again. Lisa at So Bad 6, who was in the wrong parking lot this week looking for me. After watching, oh, Lisa East, was there. Lisa was Lisa there. Lisa was in J15, not J19. Oh, right by you. Yeah. Well. Oh, too bad. I know. Well, it's not like she could have picked up her phone and messaged us, you know. Oh wow. I mean, Lisa, we answer you, hon. So, all right. You think Whatever. maybe Lisa was trying to find you of all the negativity you said over the years about Eli? I think. You think Lisa she had like a little steak knife, like maybe right, in her here, pants, was looking to right do you? I think Lisa wanted to get to you and go around me. So she didn't want to message us because she knew I'd come by to J15. That's my personal thought. I think because you got that Brooklyn thing going on and the Eli love. Oh, I, don't know I think she wanted that. to go around me to get to you. That's what I think. Oh, so. oh my God. I think personally, I still think I'm going to go with the steak knife <laughs> trying to find you and stab you. <laughs> Could be. For your Eli stuff, you know? <clears throat> yeah. All right. So her question is, after watching these last three losses, in your opinion, guys, where do we start? Is it coaching, not playing their players to their strengths? And providing bad scheme, or is it just players themselves not living up to where they should be for their talents? Yeah, Lisa, look, I just wanted to call you out because you were in the wrong parking lot. We kind of covered this. So the first two questions were kind of layups. We, we covered them already. Uh, well, Jim Bassel, we're not in win-now mode. And Lisa, I, I just, uh, you know, we love you. I wanted to call you out. All right, Brian Fitzgerald, who is not afraid to DM us. DMs us seemingly eight times a day. Love you, buddy. During Eli's ceremony, hearing Mara booed was a gut punch. That wasn't something I ever associated with this franchise that... That's what happened to other teams. What was that like for each of you when you heard it? Thanks for the pod. It gets us through these tough seasons. Yeah, Brian, I said on the last podcast, I cringed. But it did happen before, mm. and it was embarrassing. It was uh, 1995 when they retired Sims, and they introduced George Young. And that was fresh off of the Giants cutting Sims and going with Dave Brown. And the crowd booed him, and he had to kind of, hey, he said, hey, no, no. And he waved to the crowd to, to stop. So it reminded me of that actually on Sunday when the Giants booed Mara. Now, it's different when you boo a Mara than George Young, but George Young did contribute greatly to the organization, but he was booed like that at that ceremony. I don't know if you remember that, Chris. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yes. So. Not the first time I heard it. Uh, matter of fact, the Mara name was thrown around a lot in the 70s. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure it was, dude. Mm. <laughs> oh, my God. Michelle Michelle Collins, thanks for the therapy podcast. It was much needed. She also asked about Rudolph, which we covered, but also if Shep and Slayton can't go, would they elevate Sills? Love the podcast, guys. So, Chris, is Sills anywhere near being elevated yet? I haven't heard that. No. Okay. No, I haven't heard that. You think they just don't trust him? I guess in practice, Sherry's he's just not, you know, he's just not doing what they want. You know, he's just not good enough. Yeah. All right. Sports underscore fiend. Chris, when you watch film, do you see Saquon turn his back to the defender when he's about to get tackled at the line? I'd rather a running back fall forward for some positive yards, blah, blah, blah. The toughest run I saw this season was Daniel Jones lowering his pads for the two-point last week. So, Chris, are you seeing Saquon turn his back at all? I mean, we see him dancing, well, but... you know, we do... He, he, I know what he's talking about. He does some of those spin stuff, you know, and all that. He's Look, we've talked about it. You know, Saquon at times... Is leaving too many yards in the field, man. Yeah. He's yeah. got to get it up sometime. You know what? Get it up and take those four or five yards in the gap. Yep. You know? Yeah. Make them hit you, brother. You yeah. know, get up there and go boom. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you, you see, I mean not that he's at the, he's, he's at the same type runner, but you see Zeke Elliott, right? 
He lo- he lowers his shoulder and puts a boom on him, and he has to get those two yards, three yards, right, Jerry? Yeah. I'm not saying Saquon's like Zeke as far as the physical, but I'm just saying sometimes you got to get up in there, brother. Right. Get up in there. He's doing a little too much. He's trying to hit those home runs. You know, relax. Yeah. Take the four or five yard gains, and then and then you know maybe the next carry is up in there. You get it's a, it's a 15 yard chunk play. You know, so. Yeah. Brett Peters, what's your favorite way to unwind after a Giants loss? <laughs> Looking for ways to stay sane. Keep up the great work. I mean, I'm so used to it, Brett. I don't I don't think there's a way to unwind. I usually like to just sit with my dogs and pet them. It's kind of relaxing. Uh, but other than that, dude, I, I'm I'm getting I'm getting too used to losing. I don't know. Chris likes to sit yeah. in traffic on the turnpike, I guess, or, or I don't know. I don't Chris, what do you, you do know, after you losses? Know scared, you know it's you know it's sad, Jerry. It's like you like you're getting used to it. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting used to it. It's like, okay, you know? Dude, I used to go, I used to be a raving lunatic. Yeah. I, that doesn't, I don't, I'm not that man anymore. Half yeah, the person I, I used to be. It's tough because the losing is just wearing you down. <laughs> it really does. Oh my God. Uh, here we go. Sergeant Mayhem 13. Chris, can you please ask Garrett who actually called plays for the Washington football team game? The person should be calling plays for the rest of the season. The offense looked uninspired last Sunday. All right, that's not a question. All right, here we go. NHS, but thanks, buddy. NHS Giants fan. Buffoon from UK. Great pod as always. How much do you charge for your therapy? Here's a scenario. Chris, you are the owner of the Giants. You are sitting after the debacle on Sunday with a large whiskey. What is your long-term plan for rescuing this franchise? <laughs> I love this question. Well, I would probably clean out my whole scouting department. That would be my first step. Yeah. Because the last time I looked, Pro Bowls aren't getting drafted. Okay. Yeah. I would start there, and then we'll work from there. You know, let's just let's just put it this way: I would be making a lot of changes. Yeah. A lot of changes. Uh, probably starting with that scouting department, because yeah. to me, you know, they're just not cutting it. Yeah. Fair. Fair. My dad would be proud of you, Chris, because he used to say that all the time. What's with their scouting? Who does their mm. scouting? He used to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Porras, who loves Daniel Jones. As we endlessly shuffle in more offensive linemen, doesn't that have any implications for the way, for the plays we run? Good question. Aren't we going to have to, aren't we going to have more what is the play moments? Daniel Jones can yeah. basically only trust Andrew Thomas. So his concern yeah. is with all these new linemen, it, it's like there's no continuity. They don't know the offense. Like, is that a is that another concern for you? No, no, no conti- uh, not being continuous. Yeah, I mean, you know, Jerry, obviously, you know, being familiar with each other, that is a problem always. You always want that with the offensive line, you know. Um, but as far as knowing the plays like that, they're not going to be in there if they don't know the plays. They all know yeah. the plays. It's not rocket science. These guys don't take long to pick up playbooks, yeah. you know. Yep. Um, offensive lineman. So, uh, yeah, you know, uh, I, I'm not too, you know, look, shuffling guy. Well, there's been two injuries too. So you had to fill those spots, you know, and then they don't purpose going to play. Now it's soul or the veteran. So, yeah, but you know what, Jerry, the offensive line really hasn't been the problem yet. In three games. Dude. It really hasn't, dude. They haven't been the problem. Nope. Three games. Nope. They haven't. We can't sit here and say, well, Jerry, we're 0-3 because the offensive line is, you know, is giving up 12 sacks and they, Jones is getting killed and they can't. Look, there's been some openings in a run game that Saquon hasn't hit. Yep. You know, the pass pro, I'm not saying it's been great, but it, it hasn't been a disaster. Right. He's had time at time, Jones. You know, he's had time. Yep. You know, we look at the offensive line and, we thought that was going to be the main issue. And I'm not saying they've been good by any, you know, stretch of the imagination. I'm just saying they haven't really been a problem. Yeah. They've played better than we thought. Put it that way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. No, they have. It's a great point, Chris. One of the reasons why, Jerry, is, I mean, Andrew Thomas is off to a good start. The kid looks good at left tackle. Amazing because he was such a question coming in, but he's looked good so far. Yeah. yeah, well, Jerry, he had a strong camp, but then he had that disaster <laughs> against right. the wing and everybody panicked. Right? Everybody was like, point. oh, my God, look. Great point. You know? Yeah. But, yep. you know, and it, it, it was a bad time to have a disaster game, right? Yeah. And then he rebounded, and he's been pretty good, man. He's been excellent. I think he's given up five pressures in three games, Jerry, like 130-something pass block attempts, you know? So, yeah. yeah. 
he hasn't been a problem. And Not even, at all. And even Nate Sola, of course, he picks his, the worst spot to give up a sack, right? We all know that. The last and you know drive. what, dude, when he, Chris, when he gives up a sack, it's the worst technique. It right. looks so bad. I so know. you think this is a disaster, and it's really not. Right. So, you know, it hasn't been a disaster up front, man. Right. This is hilarious. I tapped this guy by mistake. Vince Bucciatella points it out. Another question. Who is Glenn Jantz, and why did you tag him in your tweet? So when I say, hey, Giant fans, I did at Giants. I spelled it at G-J-A-N-T-S. So this guy with no followers and follows no one who hasn't tweeted since 2019 just got 95 responses. So thank you, Vince, for pointing that out. <laughs> It's that attention to detail that probably drives Chris crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Angry Giants fan. This team will be 0-9. Why do I still watch? Come on, you're better than that. Uh, let's see. Chodeman at Chodeman23. Can we tap into Jerry's expertise to figure out the right type or combination of candles to light to remove the curse on this tomato of a team? So what's great with this tweet is you tapped into both of us, you know, Yankee candles and scented candles, and you said tomato, which is Chris. <laughs> yeah, listen, man, you got to go with fall color, fall, fall sense now, Apple. And I say that because the Giants were 0-5 last year. They started winning then. Move every, kind of be like Walmart, Target, and Home Depot. Move all of the seasons up about four weeks. Do it with the candles, too. And maybe we can, uh, you know, rather than sacrifice a live chicken, we can kind of get this going, and we'll, uh, we'll figure this out. <laughs> sacrifice a live chicken. <laughs> <laughs> He's only Please. kidding, folks. He's only yeah, kidding. No, I know. It's a joker. Please don't call <laughs> Yo. Peter. Please don't you get, you'll get somebody, what? You sacrifice a live chicken? Oh, my God. You know who would go after me for that? Furco, um, who writes oh. for The Insider. She wouldn't like that joke at all. Christine Furco. Oh, really? Um, yeah, she's a big vegetarian. Here's a good question. Megan O'Donnell asks, what's the larger issue? Coaching, parentheses, broader game management slash prep, or lack of individual responsibility among players to execute? I love this question. How much is it the scheme himself, both sides of the ball, to be blamed versus the players not executing slash committing to it. That's a well thought out question, Megan yeah. O'Donnell. Nice job by you. That's a nice question. And I'm going to go with the players, not, ex not executing, brother. Yeah. Yep. Good one. Nice job, Obviously Megan. a little scheme, too, when you talk about Garrett, but, you know, but <laughs> right, mostly right. the players, you know, not All executing, right. man. Got to execute. Gotta try to get two more. In front of you, too. Brebethka, when will this end? I love questions like that. They crack it's going to end up. Sunday. What's her name? It says Brebethka. Oh, it's going to end Sunday. <laughs> when will this end? All right, one more. One more. I got to find a good one, man, because there's a lot about Gettleman, Ingram, Kadarius Tony. I mean, there's a when is Garrett going to be fired? I mean, the theme on this is just <laughs> we know what everybody's thinking. That's for sure. All right. Yeah, I know this Gantz dude's going to be pissed at me. Uh, all right. Here we go, Chris. Last one, Lou Sassel at Lou Sass Own You. With the injury to Blake, do you guys think that it's possible the Giants acquire someone like Jamie Collins? And would he even come here? Don't worry about Jamie Collins. I, I was watching Jamie Collins. It was the first game. He, he, he doesn't look like he's interested out there. And they released him after three games for a reason. Uh, Jamie Collins is not the answer. Anyway, that, though. I wouldn't mm. even consider Jamie Collins. Mm. He's had a couple of good years, but... Watching him a couple of games ago, he looked like he wasn't even interested out there. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm not even thinking about Jamie Collins. All right, so we got 95 questions, 25 on Ingram, 30 on Gettleman, and 35 on Jason Garrett. So we had five left to ask. So. That's, that's great. I guess, um, I guess we know who the hot, hot subjects are, huh? Guys. Nothing the, on Freddie Kitchens? Well, there was. Yeah, somebody asked, will the offense change? I don't even bother asking you those questions because I know you're going to scoff and go, yeah, it's not going to get any better with Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> Sometimes I know the answer, so I'm like, I'm not even asking this question. It's only going to piss them off. <laughs> All right, dude. Um, anything else? No, that's it. All right. Oh, you know what? No, wait a minute. You're doing predictions? Picks. Picks. What the hell am I doing here? I don't know. I thought you were going to lead into it. Then I sounded like you were about to sign off. I was. Oh my God. Got my head up my butt. All right. Chris is up five, folks. It's only week four. So by the end of it, he's on pace like Aziz Ojalari. He's on pace for like 22 wins over me. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's get the ass kicking session out of the way. Tomorrow night, Jacksonville at Bengals. Uh, we'll both go with the Bengals, right? Yes. Titans at Jets. <laughs> 
Come on. We'll go with the Titans in that one. By the way, I uh, in my fantasy league, I follow the Jets with the defenses. I just keep dropping and picking up whoever's playing the Jets at this point. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty smart. Lions at Bears. Good one. I like the Lions in this. Yeah, me too. But yeah, me too. I'll go Lions. But what? I was just gonna go Bears. But no, I'm rooting for. The, I'm rooting against. The, we're all rooting against the Bears. So I'm gonna go Lions. Uh, Colts at Dolphins. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Colts. Get their first win. I agree. Here's one. Browns at Vikings. I'll go first here. You know, let me go first. That way, it's yeah. I'm just following you. Vikings at home. I like the Vikings too. Yeah. Uh, Washington at Falcons. I'm thinking the Falcons got some wind beneath their wings, baby. They're gonna take the, they're gonna take down the uh, football team this week. Probably not, but okay. Go ahead, Chris. I'll go. I'll go with Washington on that one because it's smarter. It's a smarter pick. <laughs> I'm not. Stu- I'm not stupid. I know what I'm doing here. I know that I'm wrong. <laughs> Texans at Bills. Bills. Uh, Bills. Yeah. Chiefs at Eagles. Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. You know what, though? I have a feeling it's going to be an annoying game to watch. I can see that defense having pride. I know Mahomes is awesome, but that defense has pride still. After Monday night, they were completely embarrassed. We called that one, dude. By the way, yeah. Dallas yeah. stomped a mud hole in them. Yeah. Here's a good one, Chris. Great matchup. Panthers mm. at Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. Um, can, can the Panthers go 4-0? Uh, no, I don't think they are. I'm going to go with Dallas. You know, you know, Jerry, this is a good test for the Cowboys because this is – after the win last week, right, especially me, you start saying, oh, this Dallas team, they're going to go on a run. They're going to look. Yeah. They're going to do their thing. And then they turn around and throw a stinker, right? Yeah. And they lose a game like this. So I'll be, yeah. I'm curious to see how they come out of this game. So I'm going to go with Dallas. But I wouldn't shock me if Carolina knocks them off because the way Dallas, Dallas' M.O. the last four or five years has been like they drop a game like this if they look really good, you know? You know what worries me about Dallas this year, dude? What? Dak Prescott looks really good. Oh, he looks – I tell you what, dude. He looked well. He looked great this year until he got hurt. He looks great this year. He really yeah, does. Really he looks great. He's so accurate, right, Jerry? Man, he's accurate. Wow. I always said he wasn't accurate, and he's proven me Boy. wrong now, man. Boy, he is accurate, and uh, yeah, he looks phenomenal. Give him credit. Looks phenomenal. But despite all that, I'm going with the Panthers to go four and zero. Oof! Like that defense, huh? Get all over them. Yeah, I believe in Sam Darnold, the former Jet. Uh, four o'clock. Seahawks at Niners. Seattle, man, they give up a lot of points. Uh, but you know what? I can't see Seattle going one and three. I'll go with Seattle. I'm gonna go Niners at home. Uh, Cardinals at Rams. Good game, man. Yeah, I, I love I like this Rams, Rams squad. Right yeah, now. me too, man. I like this Rams squad. So good. Uh, Steelers at Packers. Going with the Packers. Oh, Green Bay. This is gonna be a year, like you said. Steelers aren't gonna make the playoffs. It's gonna I be don't a think so. I don't think so. Ravens at Broncos. Good they game. Fi- Denver finally gets a test, right? And against the, the best kicker in the history of civilized civilization. Well, let's see, Jerry. Jason Tucker last week kicked a 66-yarder, sets the NFL record, wins the game. Now he's playing in mile high. Yeah. He might break his own record in a week. Dude, he's going to kick it 75 yards. So, okay. you know what? Tucker kicks one 70 yards and wins this game. <laughs> and it, I, like, I like Baltimore. I'm going to go with the Broncos. Buccaneers at Patriots Sunday night. Woo! Sorry, Bill, but... Too much Tom Brady. Tampa Bay. Will, will Tom Brady get booed? I don't think so, man. Me neither. Me neither. Me neither. Uh, Monday night, Raiders at Chargers. I say the Raiders go down and defeat finally. Chargers take that one. I agree with you. I love this Chargers squad. Chargers. Well, I like Justin Herbert. Good quarterback. He's mm. pretty good. All right, dude. One o'clock, most important game of the week. Giants-Saints. You know my feelings on it, Jerry. I think the Giants get out of here with a last second win, and they go one and three. Uh, and get ready for Dallas. Uh, that's, uh, you know, I might be crazy, but that's what I'm going with. I hope you're right, but I think you're wrong. 0-4, uh, unfortunately. And if you thought it was bad this week, it's going to be even worse next week. But um, Close, no, Jerry? Too. Close? What are, you, what are you feeling? Ten-point game? Seven-point game? Three-point? Close, and then a mistake happens. What's close? Three? Four? What well, do you no, think? like it, Three-point game, and then something yeah. bad happens, and it turns into ten. Like a pick six or something. <laughs> Maybe not even. I don't even know because I, I don't want to blame Jones, but I could see like it going off of Ingram's hands into Jenkins for a pick six. Oh, you, oh. Ingram. He's got to mention Ingram. He's I'm too sorry. Much. I know. I know. All right. I'm broken. I'm broken. Fix me, Giants. I'm gonna win this well, week. I, listen, until the Giants prove otherwise, I don't blame you for going against them, man. I, I see I'm what sure, you're saying. Though. I'm sure I'm out of my mind going with them, uh, but no. 
This is like the Denver game in 2000, what, 17? When they were 0-4, 0-5, and went out to Denver and beat the hell out of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, where did that come from, remember? Yeah, well, Jenkins had a pick six in that game. All right, anything else, bud? No, that's it, man. Enjoy the game. Yeah, Enjoy the game. Fun. All right, guys, to order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. All right, guys, let's do this. Remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.